Hello, hello, and welcome to Non-Technical, where I, your host, Alexis Gay, interview influential folks from tech, media, business, and beyond about everything except their resume. Today on the pod, big day, exciting day. Today we have Nasir Yassin, the creator and CEO of NOS Academy and host of NOS Daily. So he's done a lot of other super impressive, extremely interesting things prior to that, which admittedly, I'm not going to ask him that much about. Nasire, thank you so much for being here. Alexis, thank you so much for having me, my clubhouse friend. Yes, clubhouse friend, internet friend. I'm so excited that you're joining me from Dubai today. Yes, only seven hour difference. You know, seven hours, but it feels like one because we're so close. <laughs> so close yet so far. Are you ready to dive in? I'm ready to dive in. Let's do it. Let's do it. This episode of Non-Technical is brought to you by Polywork. Polywork is building a new kind of professional social network. Whereas traditional professional networks focus on labeling you with just a job title, Polywork enables people to share what they actually do on a timeline. Right now, my profile says I'm a comedian, podcaster, content creator, speaker, and coffee lover but you probably already knew that. Adding badges to your Polywork profile is fun and simple. I'm actually thinking of adding a few more. I'm deciding between Capricorn and Top Sheet Enthusiast. Maybe both. Want to join me on Polywork? Polywork is currently invite only, but you can go to polywork.com and use the code HelloHello to sign up now. Nasir Yassin is a Palestinian Israeli who grew up in the village of Arabah in the country's northern district. Fluent in Arabic, Hebrew, and English, he left Israel in 2010 to attend Harvard University on a full scholarship, where he graduated in 2014 with degrees in economics and computer science. 20 months into his first post-college job as a software coder for Venmo, Nasir made the decision that would change his life, to quit his job, gather his savings, and travel the world, sharing his adventures and discoveries on his dedicated Facebook page, Nas Daily. On January 5th, 2019, Nasir reached day 1000 of NOS Daily, having garnered an international audience of 40 million followers. He's now the CEO of NOS Academy, an ed tech platform designed for creators by creators. Wow. Alexis, you have a good voice for reading scripts. Ooh. Now change the tone. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do another take. I'll do another take. <laughs> this one, like, I'm really sad. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, it's really my pleasure. You know, something that I don't know if I've told you before is that I have known of your work for a long time, since I think 2016. I was introduced to you right in the beginning because when I was in between jobs, actually, I started making videos every day. Really? Mm-hmm. And you were one of the reasons that I made that decision because there was a wave no. of creators who were posting regularly. Yep. I challenged myself no. to make a one minute video every day for 30 days. And seeing you do it was one of the reasons I did that. No. Yep. You're joking. 100% serious. Can you tell me this now after like talking for hours? <laughs> That's Reveal. cool. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? And you were in which city back then? San Francisco. Wow. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. It's so nice. I, you know, I've, <laughs> the reason I like it is because I like it when Nas Daily reaches the tech world in San Francisco. Mm. And so that, that was you, right? That was me. Yeah. Usually tech people like, are just only tech and they don't care mm -hmm. about media. So it's nice to see. Awesome. Did you commit? Did you make it work? I did. I did all 30 days. It changed my life. I mean that completely sincerely. I learned wow. so much in that time and I mean, that was four years ago, four or five years ago, but I really believe that that was pivotal in what I'm doing now. And why don't you do a thousand days? <laughs> 
I know, right? Compared to you, it's a little sad. But the truth is that it's because I started working at Patreon. Oh, that's usually how it is. A job steals your dreams. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Patreon is great. But but that's cool. I mean, you're you're a creator, you get hired by creator yeah. company. Now you're leaving yeah. to, to create to go back to creating. That's awesome. That's right. I know. It was such a treat to see so many creators, and you obviously were at the forefront of that, making videos on a regular basis. And I think that it really encouraged me to just do it and worry less about everything else. I thought to myself, yeah. I have a phone and I have the internet and I have, I think, iMovie. So I was like, cool, we're good to go. Let's I rock. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And so you definitely must be inspired by Casey Neistat as well. Around that time, absolutely. For the same reasons, I was like, yeah, he just kind of yeah. gets it done. Great. That's how I started too, by the way. I must say hmm. was inspired by Casey Neistat. Wow. That's mm -hmm. funny. Do you also know Sarah Dietschy? I know of her. Because she too was inspired in part by Casey Neistat. And she is somebody else whose videos I watched and somebody else who's been on the podcast. She does has a peach thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sarah Dietschy rhymes with peachy. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, yes. I know. I know. She was on Casey's thing for some, for some uh -huh. time, right? Yeah, exactly. I gotta, I gotta catch up with her. I'll obviously happy to make the intro. She's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. She could be like just like a, a friend. But exactly. then I'm sure we'll work together at some point. <laughs> I know. That's always how it goes. Well, speaking <laughs> of work, I'm really excited to have you on the podcast today, especially because you warned me that it was going to be difficult for you to not talk about work. Well, you know, Alexis. Yes. Never talk about with someone that spent a thousand days working to create a thousand videos like that becomes mm -hmm. your life right yeah it's not even 996 you know what 996 is no 996 is like in china they work 9 a.m to 9 p.m six days a week so oh my god like not it wasn't even 996 it was 9 no. a.m to 12 p.m yep. 9 a.m oh to 12 a.m uh 24 7 365 so oh it leaves god. no space for real life i bet so well yeah. you know my first question is probably going to be a really hard one this is a challenge for you how did you spend your last day off? My last day off? Yeah. I don't think I've taken a real day off in 1,855 days or something like that. Oh my goodness. Like there's no day off. Like what is yeah. a day off? Right. What is well, a day off? do you have a day off planned anytime soon? So, you know, it's funny, right? I think, mm. uh, you know, do you believe in singularity, Alexis? Tell me more about it. I'm not sure I'm familiar <laughs> with the concept. I think I'm not, I'm not familiar either, but I believe the idea that things will, will convulge or whatever, whatever that word will, yeah. will merge to become a single thing where yes. everything in life becomes a single thing. I, that's at least my understanding of it. It could be wrong. Mm. Uh, it's mm. very basic understanding, but I'm reaching singularity where everything I do must feed into the single objective in my life, which okay. is, you know, to build a bigger company. The way building a bigger company is the single objective. Yeah. Your whole life <laughs> is converging to build a bigger company. <laughs> and you were giving me shit for being in tech. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Even my relationship with my girlfriend like achieves that objective. So like, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people watch, you know, uh, science fiction, right? Uh -huh. Which I believe is a waste of time. Okay. So that's why I also don't watch science fiction. I only watch fiction. Uh, no, mm. I, so I don't watch fiction. I only watch real life stuff really you don't watch any fiction no fiction no no science fiction on netflix ever really when people talk about tv shows and movies do you feel out of the loop yeah i've never seen harry potter i've never seen lord of the rings i've oh. never seen game of thrones really 
I'm making your life very hard, Alexis. No, you're not at all. This is actually very exciting. But I am curious. Well, I guess it makes sense. When would you have the time? Yeah, you wouldn't. It's it's a, really it's a big uh, time investment. And like when you look at it, it's thirty hours or so. And like yeah, I, I believe my my creation, Nas Daily or Nas Academy, can grow mm. by zero point zero one percent in those thirty hours. So I'd I'd like to focus on on, on that as opposed to. Totally. Uh, you know, the problem with science fiction is this. I'll tell you this. Tell me. Let me let me go on a tangent here. I'm ready. Is that some random ass author comes up with a fake ass world mm-hmm. and expect and, and 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 writes a huge ass book. Yep. Okay. It's all fiction. It's all this guy's fiction or this yep. this JK Rowling's fiction or this woman's fiction, whatever it is, this person's fiction. Yes. And then I'm expected to spend 30 hours listening to your fiction. Yes. Why don't you spend 30 hours listening to my fiction? <laughs> Well, maybe they do. Maybe they're followers of Nas Daily. No, J.K. Rowling does not follow Nas Daily. She doesn't follow you. Okay. <laughs> Damn. No, no. But I spent 17 hours, for example, watching a documentary about the Vietnamese War. That was interesting. Okay. And that was 17 yeah. hours. I forgot everything, but that was nice. Mm. What about fiction books? Do you read fiction books? Never. So do you ever engage in anything that is fictional in any way? Like, what about podcasts? Fiction podcasts? Yeah. Is there such a thing? Yeah. Did you know? It's very cool. No. You probably won't know. like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to fiction, but that's that, good. You know, good for the world. That's awesome. Yeah, that is good. What was the last story you heard? Story? The last fictional story or, or fantasy story or the, a fantasy world you got s- swept up in? Probably when I attended a religious temple. <laughs> really? I mean, every religion is fiction, theoretically, yeah. you know? Sure. We live in fiction every day. Probably the last thing I heard is probably about the, st- oh, I think I know. It was the story of like Prophet Daniel or something. Okay. Who was like swept up by the lions or something, sent Daniel. I don't know if you know the story. Because mm-hmm. I was in Uzbekistan. Mm-hmm. And yeah. apparently this guy survived a lion's attack. And and he became a prophet in three major religions. And his tomb is the longest in the world. It's 18 meters. So they oh, built wow. 18 meter tomb for him. Yeah, I don't know why. And there's three tombs for him. One in Iran, one in Uzbekistan, and one in Iraq or something. Really? I think. Yeah, because no one knows where his real body is. So there you go. That's a nice science fiction. Well, that's a nice story. <laughs> <laughs> but it's related to real life. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I get that. Do you spend a lot of time in religious spaces? No, 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 no. <laughs> This was just like a one-off. This was a one-off because 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 I was in Uzbekistan, which is a very um, has has a lot of like a, a past. Mm. Religion is interesting, right? Because it's like it shows you the extreme of humanity. Like, how mm. much can I make you believe? Yes, yeah, that's a really good point. Can I make you believe I split the sea? Right. And if I can, then I'm really good. A hundred percent. So what can I make you believe, Alex, is in real life? That's the question. Can I make you believe NAS Academy is the future? I don't know. We'll see, right? Yeah, we're going to find out. I'm excited yeah. to find out. Make me yeah. a believer. <laughs> Miss Sire, tell me this. Do you have a catchphrase or any other words or phrases that you or other people think are specific to you? That other people think are specific to me. Or that you think are specific to you. What is a what is a, what is a catchphrase that's specific to you? I have friends that will tell me they've started saying certain phrases because of me. Oh. So, for example, "Who's to say?" is a thing that I realize I say <laughs> with nice. frequency. I think you said it in our conversation. <laughs> the phrase that the company keeps saying is "Go go go," because I always say "Go go go okay. go go go." <laughs> 
<laughs> Who are you yelling at in that scenario? Yourself? No, I had everything and everybody and me. Okay. You know, it's like, okay. go, go, go. Like, we can do this. Go, go, go. Not yeah. like aggressive. Go, go, go. But we're like, go, go, go. Like, let's just do this fast. So I think that that was uh, associated with me. Of course, that's one minute. See you tomorrow associated with me yeah anything that's like extremist like the most beautiful the mm. least beautiful the craziest <laughs> the top the best that's usually, that's usually me superlatives big on superlatives. superlatives i love superlatives where does that come from it's because people forget facts they remember feelings mm. so if i tell you this country is number seven in the ranking of this blah 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 you'll forget but yes. if i say this country is the best in the world at this then you, forever you will remember that this country is in the top list of this. Yeah. And yeah. so it's really effective way to get you to remember. So it sticks in people's memories better if it's a superlative. Yeah, yeah. Okay. At the end of the day, like I think this is a post-truth world. Being number seven really? or number two, 100%. Look mm. at YouTube. Look at Facebook. Yeah. You know, who's to say? <laughs> who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Well, we'll have to come up with a good superlative for this episode of the podcast. Yeah, you, know? you should. You should. This has to be like the most compelling episode of non-technical or something. Yes, like that. yes, yes. Done. Perfect. Let's hope it gets more, more, more clicks. <laughs> Love it. Nasire, what's the tiniest hill that you're willing to die on? So something really inconsequential that you would just wow. totally go to bat for. Like willing to lose my life for. Yeah. Or maybe just willing to argue with somebody about. But if you're willing to lay down your life for a small hill, I'm interested. It's my name. It's probably my really? name. Really? It's probably someone calls me Nas or Nasire. I like I'll yeah. I correct them like motherfucker it's Nasire. Yeah. And I used to go by the name Nas to be clear. Oh really? Because you know why? I don't mm. know if you have time for this, but I'll just say it really, really of course fast. I have time. Because names I came to realize like there's a lot that goes in a name colonization goes in the name mm. injustice goes in the name and superiority of races goes in the name mm -hmm. you know the fact that i as a brown man can now you feel like you're back in san francisco right back <laughs> no. i mean yes but in a good way <laughs> <laughs> you know the fact that i'm a brown man from a village in the middle east can yeah. pronounce matthew mcconaughey I very know, well right? yeah and i can spell that crap <laughs> Why can't the Matthew McConaughey's know how to spell Nusayr Yassin? Yep. Like, give me the same treatment, Matthew McConaughey. So Totally agree. You know, all these people named, um, people with these crazy names and silent letters and Richard, mm -hmm. Bill, Dick, all these like different names. Yeah. So, so that's why I want people to like learn my name. That sounds very reasonable to me. Thank you, Alexis Gay. You're very welcome. You know what's funny? So my last name is Gay, which is, a you know, a thing. And then my first name is Alexis. So my full name is Alex is Gay. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I think that's a very reasonable hill to die on, Nasire. Thank you. Alex is welcome. Gay. <laughs> You're both fantastic. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. If you weren't doing what you do now, running... NOS Academy and hosting NOS Daily, what do you think you'd be doing? Uh, I would be a software engineer. Oh, yeah. I would be a product manager, specifically. A product manager. Okay, so you would have stopped coding and moved over to product. 100%, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Why is that? I, I mean, I, I tried to stop coding at Venmo when I was a software engineer, but uh, I wanted to move to product, but they wouldn't let me. Oh, really? No, it's like they, I wanted to do iOS. I wanted to move product. They wouldn't let me. I would be building technology products 
probably mm. for the rest of my life. And the yeah. reason for that, again, I keep going back to race and culture and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The reason I don't like being in front of the camera is because people that look like me are not meant for Hollywood, right? They're not meant for Netflix. They're not meant mm. to be in a public setting. They're not meant to have a voice because, you know, Palestinian, Muslim, in Israel. Mm. I mean, are you kidding? Like, you're either a terrorist or you're dead or you don't belong. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's no other option. So tech is so cool because you can hide your race. You can hide mm. your ethnicity. The founder of Venmo is a brown Sri Lankan Muslim guy. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, but you love Venmo. And it's like all these like white girls love using Venmo. All these like Wisconsin. <laughs> Well, to clarify, the race of the person who created Venmo has never crossed my mind as a reason to use or not use the platform. Let me be very clear. No, that's what I'm saying, right? It's like, it's amazing because you can create something and your race mm -hmm. doesn't work against you. So it's nice to see that you're creating something that is a meritocracy. Technology is a meritocracy. If right. your app is good enough, your race, age, sexual background doesn't matter what yeah. matters is the merit of the product you built. And I love that. I totally understand. Nasir, what is something that you learned recently? A skill or a hobby that you learned recently? Something you learned how to do? Ooh, uh, something that I learned how to do. I'm actually learning now, actually literally one hour ago, I was watching uh, a NAS Academy creator. Uh, hmm. His name is Anthony. We're launching his academy. And he's teaching drawing. So I guess cool. I'm interested in learning that, but my interest will be like two hours max. Is there a fad, and this could be a fashion fad, a cultural fad, a workout, something that you look back on participating in that now makes you a little cringy? Wasn't it Clubhouse? <laughs> Does that make you cringy now? No, no, no. I'm joking. I'm joking. Clubhouse, Clubhouse <laughs> is a good thing. I shouldn't be a hater. I should not be a hater. That's terrible. Are you typically a hater? Uh, yes. Really? I'm trying to change that. It's a really bad trait. Why do you think your default position is a hater? And it's not my default position. I catch myself doing it too often. Oh, really? It makes me feel good about myself, you know? Mm -hmm. But why do people hate? Because it makes you feel good about yourself. Mm. Oh, yeah, they, they, they're, they're not the real deal. Oh, yeah, I must be better. Oh, these views are fake. My views are real. You know, it's like Ooh. sensitive topics, no? Ooh, that's very interesting. You said you want to change that? Are you a hater? No. You're never a hater? I, it's... I don't believe it. It's antithetical to what I believe, like what my values are. So, for example, when it comes to art, comedy, making stuff, whatever, videos, I just really believe that there is abundance out there. There is success mm. for everyone. And I think that if I were to take somebody else's work down that's just trying mm -hmm. to get better or genuinely just trying to make something funny, even if it doesn't land, yeah. I try to find a way to respect the effort or respect the person, even if it's not my cup of tea. Mm. But that's that's only hating on like other creators, not, 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 not necessarily mm -hmm. hating on the creators, but like hating on like things like hating on politicians. Or hating on countries. Yeah, you know, I definitely hate on certain politicians. That's true. That's for real. But you know, these politicians are also trying their best. Yeah, but not all of them. I don't I don't think all of them are. <laughs> I honestly try to first understand where somebody's coming from before I immediately default to like, oh, this is terrible. Mm. Mm. I really try that. I don't always succeed, but I, I genuinely try to make sure my first position is not just jumping right to hating. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, it does happen a lot in in the U.S. sometimes, where it's like ganging、mm-hmm. up on things, right? Oh my God, totally. So, is there anything that your family did growing up that at the time you thought was normal, but then later you realized was not like other families? <laughs> Religion. Really? <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, my family says, especially my mom says, my religion, Islam, is the correct religion. That's it. That's what your mom says, or that's what the religion itself says. Well, that's what my mom tells me to believe. Okay. So, <laughs> because of the, what the religion says, of course. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah. then you go to India and you realize, oh my God, there's such、yeah. a thing is called as Hindu. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> you learn. <laughs> you learn is like, I think.、Uh, The biggest thing that I learned from travel is how wrong my village is. Really? Of course, your community is ninety percent wrong. Even your community in New York, yeah, is probably ninety percent. Any localized community is ninety percent wrong. Hmm. Ninety percent wrong about what? Mostly their beliefs. Their、mm. belief structure is probably most likely wrong. In the sense that, look, I mean, when it comes to religion, there's two thousand religions in the world. That is so many more religions than I thought. If you had said, "Guess how many religions?" I would have been like, twenty-five.、Eh, <laughs> I mean, also, don't forget the religions that didn't survive. I mean, probably there's two million、mm. attempts at religion. So that's two million people that are wrong. Okay, that's、hmm. one. Two. There is like traditions of like if you put this on your forehead and you get this luck, okay, that's all wrong. Zodiac signs, all wrong. Feng shui or like good energy, bad energy, potentially all wrong. Yeah, yeah. Social structures. If you're older, then you're wiser. Wrong. If you're a woman,、yeah. then you're this. Then if you're a man, you're this. All wrong. Yeah. Even things you and I agree on could be wrong. Yeah. Right. That humans、yeah. are equal. That could be、yeah. wrong too. Now, who gets to decide that it's right or wrong, though? Some ideas science can decide. Other ideas, no one can decide. Hmm. So religion, I think, or like belief that this is what is is thing. Religion, no one can decide scientifically speaking.、Okay. But when it comes to let's say maybe like we say all genes of humans are equal. That's what I believe in now, and what that's what you believe in now. But what if there's a scientific、uh-huh. study a hundred years from now that says brown people are smarter than white people? Study's gonna get ripped apart on Twitter. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do then? Oh God! Are you saying that you don't believe in zodiac signs and feng shui, or that objectively those are false? I believe in feng shui, but I also believe that it's wrong. Okay, tell me what that means. You know how sometimes you like choose to believe. Yes. Yeah. Even like when like this super inspirational stuff, I choose to believe that America is greater than than our past. I choose、mm. to believe that our years ahead of us are best. You know, everybody chooses yeah, yeah, to believe,、yeah. and sometimes it's make believe. So yeah, I choose to believe that feng shui is correct. I would love to make friends with a feng shui consultant at some point in my life. <laughs> Have you feng shuied your apartment? No, but I want to. If you know any feng shui consultants, I choose to believe that they're saying is correct, and I'm willing to pay、yeah. them for it. Okay, I'm sure that we can find you someone. That seems very doable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, in New York, maybe in Dubai, not so much. <laughs> oh, good point. Well, maybe on Zoom. Honestly, I bet you could do a Zoom feng shui consultant at this point. I would love to. If you pass by anybody that does anything similar,、okay. send them my way. I absolutely will, Nasir. What is the most memorable gift you've ever given or received? Ooh, ah,、uh, the most memorable gift I've ever received was. In、my birthday on ninth of February two thousand and eleven. It was、uh, a ticket 
to see Jan Tiersen, who's like one of my favorite musicians. You know Jan Tiersen? No. You know the movie Amelie? The French film? Yeah. Yeah. So the one who made the soundtrack for it. Oh, lovely. My roommate gave me tickets to that guy, a ticket, a concert in Boston, and we saw him live. And I was like, you know, I'm not used to people who are like thoughtful. You know, that was mm. <laughs> that was my first time in like America. Yeah. Because I was in the Middle East for 20 years and first yeah. year in America. And it's yeah. like with my Nashville roommate, white guy, like, you know, yeah. big, big guy, attractive, all this stuff. Yeah. And he, he's such a nice guy. He's thoughtful about my music preferences. And he knew that on my birthday, he should get me a ticket. And I was like, what? What is this? Yeah. It's cool. Who did you take to the concert? He took me to, with him. So Oh, both that's even better. You got to go together. Of course. Of course. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what really nice sweet. Guy. That was, what a great gift. <laughs> wow. That guy crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still talking about it 10 years later. Can you imagine that? It's yeah. Crazy. So I have a two-part question for you. The first part is, who would play you in a movie about your life? And the second part of the question is, should this be a biopic or should we focus in on a specific part of your journey? And I would just like to say, I have a feeling this is going to be a very nonfiction film. A hundred percent. Yes. But it, it will be dramatized. It will be the most, the least. It will be exactly. <laughs> I had the worst job in the world at Venmo. And now I have the best <laughs> job as a creator. Do you think we'll be able to call it Venmo? No. What, we are going to have to come out with something else. Yeah, they'll probably call it uh, Venom. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> like, uh, you know, Google uh, in the Silicon Valley show. That was, that was Huli, funny. yeah. Huli, yeah. Uh, I, I think it would be Adam Sandler because I look like him. Oh, yeah, I could see that. A lot of people say I look like him, which is interesting because that's, that's a way to say you're not attractive. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think the movie would be about, you know, the story of Nas Daily or Nasari Sin is still being written. Sure. It's not done, right? Yeah. It's 37% done. 37% done. So. This is very, you know, it's unsettling. You and I are the same age. (laughs) So looking at your shirt. (laughs) But you're less percentage because you live three years more. That's what I figured. I was actually thinking that. I was like, okay, well, I'm probably not a full 37%. No, you're 35. Woo! Uh, Yeah. I think it would be about a specific thing, which is the thousand Mm. day journey, I would say, of making videos. I think there could be something that could be made there. I think you're right. Yeah. A thousand days. Yeah, the thousand day journey starts with with a video. (laughs) Right. Oh my God. I've never suggested this on the podcast, but that would be a really great documentary. If I was filming the whole time, it would be a nice documentary, but I wasn't filming the whole time. That's the problem. Hmm. But do you have all of your footage? Yeah, but I was making one minute video per day. So I was really only shooting when I needed to shoot. I wonder if there are like outtakes and little moments caught right before and right after you know what i mean yeah yeah we made a tv show pilot in the middle of it with a, oh, really? with a tv station yeah in america but the tv station went bankrupt so oh shit it's called fusion i don't know if you know what fusion oh, i remember fusion yeah you remember fusion yeah oh cool. am, I crazy? am i thinking of the wrong thing i don't know no I know you're thinking stuff. of the right thing yeah, yeah purple <laughs> stuff that's cool yeah i know what things are wow well you could have been a viewer of uh the nas daily tv show <laughs> I could have. I'm kind of sad that I wasn't. It sounds like it was going to be great. We're going to have to make the movie instead. It's true. Adam, call me. Yeah, Adam, send us a text. 
DM us. We're ready for you. (laughs) Okay. So what's something that you're really good at that it would surprise most people to learn about you? This is hard because you have 40 million followers across the internet. So I'm looking for something that would surprise everyone. (laughs) That's something that I'm really good at that would surprise people. I'm really good at hosting parties. Really? Yeah. Wow. I like to host. What kind of parties do you like to host? Not drug parties, that's for sure. Okay. (laughs) Safe parties. Parties where mixing people in, being a host, Mm -hmm. making sure everybody has a good time. Like, yeah. I I, I enjoy it. And I think that's why my girlfriend and I connect is because she also likes to be Mm. a host. Oh, she does? No, yeah. We don't like to go to other people's parties. They come to us. We will show you a good time. Yeah. Why don't you like other people's parties? Because you're not in control. Interesting. Tell me more. You're not in control of the guest list. You're not in control of the music. You're not in control mm. of the food. You're not in control of the drinks. You're not in control mm. of the volume of the music. You're not in control of anything. Where's the fun in that? <laughs> Are you what people would affectionately call a control freak? Uh, affectionately. Uh, yeah. I think every creator is a control freak. It's true. Yeah, you're well, not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm yet to meet a creator that's like, not a control freak over their creation. Did you ever meet that person? I've never met somebody who has successfully built a following online that wasn't obsessive about it in Mm. some way. Yeah. And that includes me. And that's why we need to normalize control freaks. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. This episode of Non-Technical is still brought to you by Polywork. Polywork is building a new kind of professional social network. Whereas traditional professional networks focus on labeling you with just a job title, Polywork enables people to share what they actually do in a timeline. Something I love about Polywork is their no systems of stress philosophy. So no public follower counts or likes or any of that. Just you and a free space to share what you do, part of a wider discoverable network. We all know that true self-satisfaction comes from within and from coffee. Am I talking about coffee a lot today? I'm going to go get another coffee. Want to join me on Polywork? Polywork is currently invite only, but you can go to polywork.com and use the code hello hello to sign up now. And we're back with Nasir Yassin, the creator and CEO of NOS Academy and the host of NOS Daily. Nasir. Alexis, what is your rate? What's my rate for my ads? why you want to cut (laughs) (laughs) no 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 it's all yours it's all yours it's just fascinating how to decide what the rate is no one knows it's a black hole yeah it's a real who's to say but i really hope it's in the (laughs) i think it's i'm gonna bleep that out (laughs) (laughs) okay 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 bleep it out i'll tell you after Okay, so we've come to a very exciting, exciting moment in this episode of Non-Technical, or I could say the most exciting moment of this episode. We have arrived to... Good. We've arrived to the lightning round. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Nasir, coffee or tea? Neither. Really? What do you drink? Actually, actually, if I have to choose tea. What kind of tea? Any. Really? Any tea? Hot water. Hot water. Wow. An innovator. I drink tea um, for the hot water. <laughs> why do? Why would you drink tea otherwise? For the flavor, the taste, the caffeine, the relaxing properties. Like no, we we just want the hot water. Okay. Do you have a favorite board game? Yeah, Code Names. Oh, I love Code Names. 
Are you good at it? Yeah. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> Do you play with your girlfriend? Is she on your team? I mean, we should play code names. Yeah, I was literally about to tell her <laughs> we should play code names. <laughs> Do you think you guys would be good on a team together? No, no, no. My girlfriend and I are like almost break up at the end of code names. Okay. We, we're, <laughs> we're both very competitive. Okay, so no code names for you two. We got to keep the relationship no. alive because she's very yeah. instrumental to your business, from what I've heard. <laughs> Correct. Singularity, remember that. Yes, sir. When you make your bed, do you use a top sheet or no top sheet? I never make my bed. You never make your bed? Ever? Never. Ever. Have Have you ever made your bed and then you stopped? I mean, I tried for a week and then I, I realized it's, uh, it's, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't promote the singularity, so I stopped. Okay. I respect it. Have you ever read a book twice? Never. Never once. No books. No books twice. Never read a book twice. Okay. Again, I've already made a 15-hour investment. Why would I make another 15-hour investment? I totally understand. Most people <laughs> I've asked have read a book twice, actually. Really? Does that surprise you? It really shocks me. Really? Yeah, because if you, let's say you forgot the book, which I will forget the book, then watch the TEDx talk or read the Wikipedia entry mm. and you're done. Well, you know, this is going to shock you more, but some people <laughs> like the experience of reading books. <laughs> <laughs> <That's really fun. laughs> I just cannot relate to what you had, the statement that you said. I mean, I know my girlfriend that you loves cannot. to read a lot of books too. She oh, reads books okay. for enjoyment. So I, 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 under yeah. I understand that. You're but like, I'm I know these people exist. Yeah, but I'm a utilitarian. What's my utility? I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a pump up song? Hans Zimmer. Really? Any particular soundtrack? You just rocking out to this Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack, getting amped up? I'll tell up? you what, Alexis, this podcast interview has made me realize how boring I am. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I haven't been bored at all. I have no, in, like, no specific song. Okay, just Hans None. Zimmer. Do you put on Hans Zimmer on Spotify and you just get amped? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> but Are you lying? Because <laughs> you want to have an answer? <laughs> Like, I, I mean, cake is good, I guess, but like, I'm not like, I don't have like, the band. Yeah. Cake, cake, cake is good. Yeah. I but like cake is great. I, I'm not like super into music. Like I don't die by sure. something. Yeah. I get that. When you want to get really pumped up to do something, do you do something other than listen to music? Do you do a bunch of jumping jacks or anything? Cause you said you don't drink caffeine. I think about the future. That Really? Mm. Hell yeah. Mm. I think about sometimes like the products we're building at Nas Academy. I think about the people we're hiring. Yeah. I think about the money we raised. I think about this stuff and it's like, it's mass. It's sometimes it gets so exciting. You, you, you cannot sleep. Yes. I understand that. I totally understand yeah. that. Yeah. I have one final question for you, Nasir. What would you title your memoir? Palestinian Israeli. Really? Is that really what you would title it? Yeah. It's weird, right? I think it's it's much deeper. It's much deeper than just two countries. It's it's how do you hmm. how do you reconcile two people who want each other to die? How do you reconcile two things that are against each other? How do you reconcile mm -hmm. the desire for the love for one thing and the love hmm. for another thing that are exactly opposite to each other? Hmm. And that's just beyond politics. That's even with life, right? Like even like people who hate their wife, love their kids, right? Yeah, they could relate to that, or they. Or they love their wife and, they're, and they're, they have a mistress. That's hmm. It's beyond politics. It's tech. Duality. It's, it's life. Yeah. It's uh, the duality. I love Duality is a definition of my life. Hmm. 
It's interesting. You say duality is the definition of your life. And yet I think you started this interview by saying that singularity, singularity. is what drives you. <laughs> yeah. We, so that's, that, so that's so interesting because I see two options, but I have to choose the single one. That's the middle one. So that's where I guess the singularity uh-huh. comes from. Yes. Because everything yep. in life has two options. I'm just going to choose one uh, in wow. the middle. In the middle. Again, life is complicated. In the middle would be a good title too. Hmm. Mm, that's a good one too. Wow. Okay, well, I'm looking yeah. forward to reading that. Nasire, thank you so much for coming on Non-Technical. This was so fun. Alex is gay. Thank you so much. Oh my for- God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were friends. <laughs> it's really interesting. I cannot like unsee it. Well, make an effort. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for this. I uh, really appreciate you giving me the airwaves. I hope I did not offend anybody. We're going to find out. Yeah. Good luck with your hate mail. <laughs> and if anybody's interested in more. Yes. Where can people find more about you? Uh, com. So Y-A-S-S-I-N at NASDaily.com. I read every email. I don't respond to every email. And what about NASDaily and NAS Academy? Well, you know, you <laughs> get him on Google. <laughs> you can find him on Google. <laughs> Is your response right now? Google it. it's like l-m-g-t-f-y okay okay so you can maybe find desire online but you have to google him and if you're not motivated enough to do that then you don't even deserve his content how about that (laughs) i love how many people have like cards and i mean everything's on google so easy i'm easy to find he's easy to find and you can find me well hey maybe google how can they find you (laughs) <laughs> you can find me at yay alexis gay on twitter and instagram or at non-technical pod on twitter there you go there you How go you like and that? this is gonna go on apple Podcasts and spotify Podcasts. yep and a whole bunch of other ones all the platforms oh yeah stitcher i think uh, google podcasts i think pocket casts i forget it's basically wherever you get your podcasts Okay, Nasire, thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time. It was such a pleasure to get a teeny tiny sliver of a percentage of your life today on the pod. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Alexis. Goodbye. Bye.